She walked into the party Like she was strutting down a catwalk Her hat cocked it below one eye Her scarf was scarlet blue She had one eye in the mirror As she watched herself boogaloo And all the guys dreamed that they'd be her partner They'd be her partner And she's so vain She probably think the song is about her She's so vain She probably thinks this song is about her, about her, about her. Yo, welcome to the show. My name is Eric, and you have just entered the craziness that lives inside my head. The year was 1979. The place was a party at my sister's. Ivan was the DJ and pumping up the volume. Donna was cooing over the speakers and the flashing lights on the living room floor helped manifest the vibration of body-to-body grinding to the disco beat. The front door of the apartment led to, this, to the living room. The doorbell rang, and my sister opened the door and entered Matahari, spawning her new hairdo and had her new boy toy on her arm. Hello, everyone. This is my boyfriend, Eric. I laughed. Her new fling had the same name as me, Eric. Eric, meet Eric, she laughed. Well, when Eric's eyes and mine met in the flashing lights, I saw deception. I saw something. Hmm. This man has been around. I don't know about you girls, but back in the day, I mean, it's, it, they probably could do it now. It's a sense. You could, you could tell when so-called straight guy is with his girlfriend, especially at a party or at a bar. And they give you that look, and you give them that look, and it's like, hmm, yes, I know what you're all about. So I told, I told my sister that. And, of course, my sister with her big mouth, she went and told Matahari. And Matahari got mad. She goes, oh, please. He just want him. Tell him that my Eric don't go that way. So my sister brought that news back to me. And my sister, oh, she was hysterical. I told you. I told you. And... My attitude was, well, time will tell. Not with me, but time will tell. She'll find out. So anyway, my sister always had these parties on a Friday night after work. And uh, Ivan was her best friend. They'll get, they'll get uh, two bottles apiece, liquor bottles apiece. And then I had another sister who will bring the Zooty. And... We'll come, we'll get to our house around 8 o'clock at night. Some people get, some people don't get there till 11 o'clock at night. Because by the time you get there, the party, 11, 12 o'clock, the party is really gone. And my mother had, uh, my mother, my sister had, my sister had a, a pretty big apartment, you know, the living room. 
because she mainly took everything out the living room. So the living room actually was like a dance floor. If you wanted to sit down, you had to go. She had two bedrooms. You could go in the back of the other bedroom. So anyway, well, this night, it was crowded. You know, it was crowded. But this night was crowded. I don't know where, you know, Eric and Matahari was there. I saw Eric. So I know Matahari had to be somewhere. She ain't going to let him be by himself. So anyway, he kind of whispered to me, like, not looking at me, but I could. he was talking to me, not looking at me. And he was saying, uh, can I have your number? And I said, oh, 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 okay. But I'm not stupid. So what I did was I, uh, I had got a, a, a pack of matches from somebody, whoever. Some whoever was there. I had to ask him, can I borrow the matches? Can you need matches to lit your, you know. It's not like the old days. I don't mean not like the new days. I don't know what the hell they do now. Well, they vape now, don't they? Well, anyway, matchbooks. I asked for a matchbook. Whoever it was gave me a matchbook. I went into the bathroom. And I wrote down the, uh, you know, I found a pen in my sister's bedroom. Went to the bathroom with the matchbook and wrote down my phone number. When I went back into the living room, dance floor, whatever you want to call it, I kind of like slipped it. I slipped it to him, you know, like, you know, I, I, I bumped his hand. And then he turned his hand. I turned my hand. It looked like we were shaking hands. Actually, I was giving him the phone number. So anyway, two weeks go by. And I do get a phone call, you know, and I get this phone call from Eric and he said that he was in a neighborhood. I lived in Sugar Hill, which is just above Harlem in New York City. I had my own room. I had a room. I didn't have an apartment. I wasn't that rich to have an apartment. I had rented out a room and they called him ruin house. It was it was a how you put it. It was a brownstone, but the guy was selling rooms. So you, he kind of had like t- his two apartment on each floor and you had uh, three floors. And what he did was he broke off rooms and he only had one bathroom on the second floor was the bathroom. And uh, so it was six of us. I think we lived in that brownstone. We all had to use the one bathroom. But anyway, so... I gave him my address. He came to my house and everything. And, and uh, I was, you know, kind of giddy. I'm almost, I was young. God, I was kind of giddy. I was in my 20s, you know, giddy. Uh, he had to be, I think he was a little older than me. But I was, you know, I was, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know. Because you know how you have these guys where everybody want women, men, these, these so-called guys. So anyway, came to my, came to, came to my apartment. I shut the door. Uh I, I had the liquor. He bought some Zooty, and we we smoking Zooty and drinking our liquor, sitting on the couch. I had a couch in that room, sitting on the couch, and uh, couldn't wait for him to take his clothes off. But he was acting so coy. I start undressing him, and I'm going to be honest with you. I undressed him, and of course the the anticipation. Oh my God, the anticipation, the anticipation. Oh, he's. He got, he's going, oh my God, you know, the anticipation. And then once he got naked and stood up, he was, because I had him standing up as I undressed him standing up and I'm sitting down on the couch and there he was stark naked in front of me. And I like, oh my God. (laughs) Can, Can you imagine somebody like a Denzel Washington with a nice, great face, beautiful face, and beautiful body with the clothes on. And then when they take their clothes on, they look a horrid mess. 
I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he looks like uh, he looks like he, he he had stab wounds. He had all kind of like he'd been beat up. Like I think he had two or three stab wounds. Somebody stabbed him uh, two or three times. I don't know who did that. Maybe Mahari must have did it. Um, and he was all beat. His body was horrible. I mean, with the clothes on, you think he has a great body, but his body was was horrible. Was horrible. And anyway, um, so. You know the story. I mean, if you if you're my age, you know what the story was. You know what he wanted. Oh yeah, okay. So he wanted a blowjob, but then that's not he wanted that. But that's not what he really wanted. He wanted money. He wanted money, and it's interesting that I know a lot of guys uh, back then. I was young, and I know a lot of guys, so-called straight guys. You want to call them straight? Sometimes we call them freak. We usually the girls. They always call the girls freak. That fool around with other women. The guys, I kind of think they call I don't know what they call the guys. I usually call a guy freaky. He's just freaky. Um, but he goes and sells his body. And, of course, I had a couple of duckies, as they say. And I figure I, I gave him his blowjob, gave him his duckies. But the only thing he did, it was he wasn't the sex. That part of the sex wasn't all that great. I mean, usually it's not. I mean, I don't even think he got it up. I think it took a long time just for him to get it up. I mean, he, he was an alcoholic. You know, he smoked drugs and stuff. So here's what happened. This is the part. I told my sister the story, and she she uh, she couldn't believe it. I, you know, I told her how, how his body was so messed up. And I said, the sex wasn't that good. But I said, but I will tell you this. The thing that shocked me about him, he sucked a good nipple. He knew how to... Uh, and I thought about it when he was sucking on my nipples. I'm saying, well, this is why the women want you so much. It was, I've never had anybody suck my nipples the way he sucked my nipples. Anyway, you might say to me, why are you telling this story? I don't know. It just popped in my head. My sister and I got in a conversation the other day about her parties in her apartment. And we mentioned Mahari because Mahari, uh, you ever know those women... I know that I know they still have them today. They always got the newest, the newest fashion, the newest hairstyle, and they go and they go places. You know, they're kind of obnoxious because every time you go some out with them, they gotta be strutting this stuff and fat acting all. You know, like they're movie stars and they're not. And that's how she was. And she oh oh she had this guy. She always get the men. She always get the good looking men. But now, but I I had to tell my sister. I said, well, she. The men she's getting to me, they may look good on the outside, but they ain't good on the inside. But I guess to be with Myra Hari, the way she kept her boy toy around, if it wasn't for him sucking her tits, I don't think she would have had him around. Then I heard she did break up with him. I think my sister has something to do with that. She must have wouldn't told her what I did. Anyway, you just heard the craziness that lives inside my head.